Great customer experience rules the world of business in our digital age. Expectations are higher than ever. And the companies that deliver? They're on top because they know how to harness the power of artificial intelligence and automation. Want to sharpen your acumen? Then tune in to the CX Experience. Each episode, host Eric Cavanaugh interviews the brightest minds in digital. From AI and machine learning to analytics and automation, you'll learn it all. And now, here's your host, Eric Cavanaugh. We've all had flights canceled. I'm sure we've all had flights delayed. And uh, I even once had a flight canceled and I didn't have my driver's license on me. And the next flight wasn't for a couple of days. I had a passport, but you can't rent a car for a pa- for uh, with a passport. You need a driver's license. We were in New York. We had to get to Pittsburgh for another show. I wound up taking the train. So if you ever want to find out how the other third lives, just hop on Amtrak and go from New York to Pennsylvania. And you'll realize that, uh, yeah, it's still running. It's still out there. Uh, but customer experience is the key, folks. Customer experience is what keeps customers coming back. And so the companies that really do a good job of leveraging modern technologies, they're the ones who can stay on top of things. So today we're going to talk about really the combination of numerous technologies, chatbots. We're going to talk about machine learning. We're going to talk about analytics, data capture. We're going to talk about information delivery, texting, messaging, things of this nature, and kind of how all that comes together to help airlines provide a much better experience for their customers. So if you think about what happened uh, with COVID, wow, the airline industry took a huge hit. I mean, some of the stats I saw were like a 90% drop in bookings, which you can imagine is just a mind-blowing number. And so all these airlines had to really sharpen their pencils and figure out how are we going to stay alive? How are we going to maintain customer service? What can we do? And what's cool is they were able to use, some of them at least, this combination of technologies. So many of you now know chatbots. They pop up on many of these websites and ask you, hey, can I help you out? Well, chatbots are fantastic, especially if they are fueled with AI and fueled with data, with customer data. Because one of the things they can do is very quickly ascertain which kinds of requests are simple. So what is the phone number for the service desk? Bing, that's an easy thing to serve up via automation or uh, just basic information about flights. You can type in the flight. It goes, okay, here's your information. Once it gets a bit more complicated, the chatbot typically needs to bring in an actual customer service rep. But the thing is, if it's designed properly, once that transfer takes place, the customer service rep has all the information right at their fingertips. They don't have to ask you all these questions about who you are, where you're going, where where are you now? All this stuff has already been captured and processed and sent to this person. And then if a company is really clever, what they can do is in the background, they've been scanning around for other available flights. And so the machines, if you will, will have a recommendation for the customer service rep of the best way to get back on track with this customer. So there are all of these wonderful things that can be done if you use the technologies that are available. So today we're going to talk to Ido Bornstein Hakoen. He's with a company called Verint. They do customer experience. They have a, a whole range of technologies that they use to help companies optimize what is often called CX. And we have the inimitable Evan Kerstel with us today. He's an industry analyst who tracks all of these different trends and really focuses on AI and machine learning. Tell us a bit about yourself and Verint and what you folks are doing in the space of optimizing customer experience. Thank you so much, uh, Eric. Really appreciate you uh, having me on the show today. Really excited uh, you know, to speak about these, uh, these topics. 
And like you mentioned, you know, Verint is a customer engagement company. We're a customer engagement platform, and we allow people, brands, basically, to engage with their, with their customers. And we provide them with the tools to do that, you know, from the very basics of workforce management. So, you know, scheduling people to, to sit in specific shifts all the way through customer engagement. So you mentioned chatbots, you mentioned automation, you mentioned, you know, data and channels. We bring all of those together to, to create a seamless customer experience and enable brands to really delight their customers as they're engaging with them. And today we're going to speak about some of the experience that we've had over the last year as it relates to airlines. Yeah, let's, uh, let's dive into that. I'm glad you mentioned too, the back office side of this equation, right? So think about scheduling, who needs to come in today? Think about the pilots and of course the uh, the stewardesses and so forth and all the different people involved, all the people who take the cargo off the planes. In terms of understanding who you have to have in the field, well, that's a direct result of how many passengers are going to be coming through, of how many flights are going to be coming through. So again, the more clever you are in automating certain tasks or at least automating recommendations for decision makers to base their decisions on, the better off you're going to be in terms of managing what is a very unwieldy and, uh, well, let's use the word, turbulent scenario. Right, Ido? Definitely. A hundred percent. And when you think about it, you know, uh, Verint has been uh, doing a lot of work to, to actually make this uh, this engagement seamless. Right. Like one of the things that we've been doing, I actually was a CEO of a startup company that was acquired by Verent oh, back wow. in August of last year. Right. We were very much focused on the new ways of uh, customer engagement, what we call digital engagement, mm-hmm. bringing together, you know, chatbots that we, we that we see, you know, automated uh, conversational interfaces with actual people who are representing the brand and making it very easy for people like you and I who are trying to engage with them and get some information, get the data, you know, first of all, get access to that data, right? And then again, you know, get whatever we need to have resolved, resolved in a very easy and seamless way, right? And, and we've seen throughout the years that this is one of the main things that actually promotes loyalty, right? And when you think about, you know, some of the challenges that the airlines have been going through and the airlines have been going through over the last, you know, two years or so, loyalty becomes super important, mm. Right. And it's not only for airlines, by the way. It's every every you know industry and vertical that you can think of has to have some sort of a way to engage with their customers. So you know we also saw it when it came to uh, to e-commerce, right? So uh, one of the one of the most interesting stats that that, uh, that is being mentioned, you know, throughout the uh, the last year or so is that you know the pandemic covid has actually propelled e-commerce and airlines and customer engagement 6 years into the future wow so when you think about it right there is a, although it has been a very challenging period for a lot of brands for us as consumers there's some benefits right there's some positive that we can see as a result of it and part of it is really making it really easy for us to get the information that we need, you know, to have control over the things that are happening to us in our lives. And especially as it relates to, you know, to airlines, we're going to give a few examples today of, you know, what the airlines have seen. But when you think about it, you know, you're getting ready to go on a flight, Derek, and then you suddenly get a, you know, a message that your flight has been canceled. Maybe you don't even get a message. You get to the airport, only there to find, right, that your flight has been canceled. We could do that a lot better. Right. I mean, both from notifying the customer that something has happened all the way through amending it and changing it. 
right? Allowing the customer to do it, you know, to have control, to do it on their own, but also right. allowing the people within the brand, within the, uh, the airline, uh, to, to have access to all of the information, whether it be the customer information or the flight information, so they can manage it in a, you know, in a, in a simple, coherent way and really make it easy for the consumers and delight the, uh, the, the consumers and the people who are supposed to be flying. So, you know, technology is making, you know, a lot of, a lot of improvements in the way that we just live our lives. Yeah, that, those are great examples. And, you know, I'm just thinking to myself as you're talking of all the different ways that the manifestation of these technologies coming together will help us. Something as simple as getting an alert enough of time and ahead of time to where I don't go to the airport because I got the alert that says, ding, your flight is delayed until 7 p.m. tonight when it's only 2 p.m. Well, now I know not to drive and sit there in the airport for three and a half, four hours before getting on the flight. That's a simple thing. Or even the geolocation data letting you know when a gate change happens, for example. Or if the flight is getting, let's say the, the time to the flight is getting very close, letting you know and say, hmm, you're, you're supposed to be at gate 39. And I can tell by your geospatial data that you're at gate nine. So you got 30 gates to go. I mean, these are just examples of how geospatial technology, RFID, your phone, of course, being a key component at the edge, if you will, the, the algorithms in the background, tracking all this stuff. When that all comes together seamlessly, that's a very positive experience. And I think people are very forgiving and, uh, and thankful for that kind of communication and uh, even letting you know that your bags have been loaded, for example, all of these little bits and pieces of information. Well, that's what the airline was supposed to be tracking anyway, but now to give visibility to the, to the customers, that's really opening up a nice thread of dialogue and it makes the customers feel pretty good. Right. Ito? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we, as humans, the more data we have, the more we know what's going on around us, you know, the calmer we become. Yeah. And, and, you know, especially in times of uh, crisis and, you know, a flight cancellation could be considered as a crisis. If you're going to visit, you know, your friends, your family, you were supposed to go on a, you know, with, on a holiday with, uh, with your family, you know, a flight being canceled or being delayed that, you know, that causes a lot of the anxiety and stress. The more we can be proactive around it, the more we can share information in advance and provide people with the, you know, the control to actually change things on their own, the happier that they, the, the happier they will be. Not only that, I think one of the other things that we have to remember is the vast, you know, amount of volume that these type of companies need to handle, right? If, if you, you need to find a way, you know, brands need to find a way to, to manage that, uh, you know, what we call the capacity gap. Right. So the number of people that are reaching out to you and the number of people that you can actually handle. And when I say handle, you know, we always think about phone agents. We always think about calling up a, you know, an airline. It doesn't have to be that way anymore. Right. Right. You could utilize the same type of communications that you're utilizing with your, you're using with your friends and your family, you know, from messaging, text messages, emails. Right. And one of the things that we do is we bring them all together. We bring them all together to, to create that seamless experience. So, you know, you um, are presented as one in front of the brand and you can yeah. have a continuous conversation with that brand. That's just fantastic stuff. And uh, let's bring in Evan Kirstel here, our industry analyst friend, and he's on the road right now. So you've been doing some travel recently, Evan. What have you seen in terms of airlines really getting it, figuring it out and uh, passing that to benefit onto their customers? 
Well, it's a, it's a mixed bag. I was recently on JetBlue and had an amazing experience from check-in through, uh, you know, in-flight, right through uh, getting my bags and, and kudos to them. But let's face it, up until pretty recently, the contact center within the airline has been, you know, a bit of a, uh, a crap show. I mean, it's been, you know, the contact center is something, you know, put together with duct tape and spit and glue. And uh, when COVID hit, all of a sudden you were facing 15, 20 hour wait times for a call, uh, just an old fashioned telephone call. So on one hand, we have all this amazing technology that you described so well available, but it's been the deployment, the adoption, the training, the enablement, the integration of all this technology. And it kind of took COVID to kind of turbocharge that transformation. So it's great to see progress being made, but it's very spotty and airlines really need to embrace, uh, you know, digital transformation because uh, we're getting back to pre-pandemic travel levels and customers' expectations have been turned upside down. We're all kind of angry, slightly mm. pissed off and impatient. <laughs> and And so we're used now to getting our medicine delivered by telehealth we're used to getting our doordash delivered at home now we want our travel services delivered in the same fashion and i think the airlines that don't step up and adopt these new uh, platforms and tools and methodologies are going to be left uh, in the dust yeah that's a really good point and i'm glad you brought up the integration side too because without that integration unless you have closed the loop essentially unless you have effectively integrated all the component systems necessary to achieve your objective, you're, you're, I won't say you're nowhere, but you're certainly not at the desired state, right? And there are lots of different systems that have to come into play here. The booking systems, the airline systems, the FAA systems, the consumer systems, the devices, what kind of device do I have? What kind of app do I have? Making sure that app is up to date. There are lots of I's that need to be dotted and T's crossed in order to get there. And that just takes time. Yeah, I've been I've been told if we've seen about five years of transformation happen in about uh, eighteen months of during the pandemic, but we still have a long way to go. And it really is this the meeting customers where they are. I mean, if it's someone like me who's glued to Twitter and social media, and mm-hmm. you know having Facebook Messenger support or direct message support on social, kids are are more tech savvy and and tech centric or iMessage centric. You know, others are focused on telephone. They want to talk to a real person, not go through a terrible IBR and sit on hold for hours. Right. Maybe have a call back while they're instead of waiting on hold. So you really have to omni-channel is is kind of the way to go, and multi-channel to meet that that customer, young versus old, uh, uh, where they are in, in their you know preferences. And that is such an excellent point. And folks, I can tell you the companies that really get this, what they've done is they've built a profile for their customers. Maybe they have a set of personas, or maybe they build individual profiles for every customer, certainly for high value customers and kind of on the way down. But what Evan's referring to is noticing by looking at the machine data where people get their information, noticing, hey, Bob tends to interact on his phone. Jim tends to interact by email. Susan tends to interact by SMS messages or whatever the case may be. You can see that if you capture the data, if you capture the data and analyze the data, the machines can do that kind of work in the background. They can just check 
the totality of interactions with a particular customer and then sort out, hmm, 72% of the time it's a text message, 10% of the time it's a telephone call, 8% of the time it's online, the rest is other, for example. That's a perfect example of a company that has paid attention to their customers. And what do you want? If you go to a restaurant to order steak well done and a Merlot, and they deliver you salmon and a white wine, you're going to be an unhappy customer because they didn't pay attention to your preferences. They didn't pay attention to what you wanted from them. Well, in this case, yeah, we just want to get on the plane and get everything tackled. But the companies that pay attention and see who, how does this person act with us? What, what is their lifetime value to the organization? All these little bits and pieces can be assembled to get a very clear view of who someone is. And then you know, you know, this person prefers to be called. And so you call them. You can even do that on the other side. I mean, I remember learning about this 20 years ago, what they, some people call skill path routing. You figure out who in the customer service center is good with dealing with this kind of transaction. And so the companies that are really smart and capable, what they're doing is they are opening up all of those channels to receive information and then understand who wants to use which channel for communication. I happen to know from experience, some senior executives at really big companies, they like LinkedIn messaging. That's what they do. Send them an email, you're not going to get back anything. Send them a text, nothing. But an email chat, yes, they'll get right back to you. So you learn, and machines can do this easily. Machine learning can figure that stuff out. I mean, it, t- it takes some time. It takes a couple of algorithms. Uh, and the key is to be proactive. So I'm going to throw that over to Ito of, uh, of Verant. You know, a lot of companies were very reactive, of course, when COVID hits. And you're never really um, in the best situation if you're just reacting to the environment around you. What you want to be is proactive. You want to see things coming as best you can and then make sure you get on the game early in, in the ball game, if you will, to stay on top of things. But, Ido, what do you think about being proactive in this particular domain? So I think, you know, this is where making data-driven decisions, you know, becomes key. Right. And when you have the data, when you connect the data to your engagement system, you could actually start being proactive around it as well. If you know that there is a flight that is going to be canceled, you don't, you know, have to wait for people to reach the, to the airport and come to the counter or, you know, open their app, uh, even more so to see that, you know, there's a uh, flight delay or flight cancellation or any type of uh, disruption. Right. You can get a notification and even more so. You know, you could get a notification with the means to actually resolve it on your own. Yes. And if you can't resolve it on your own, if you don't want to resolve it on your own, you know, brands should and airlines should enable you to actually, you know, be able to reach out to an agent. Uh, You know, what we've seen throughout throughout COVID is that the wait times, especially over the phone, were just insane. Right. And people got into a place where they were saying, you know, if you make it easy on me to just do it on my own, I don't need you. Right. I could actually do it on my own. But in order to do that, you have to be you know, data driven. You have to, to be able to connect. It's you know, we, we kind of talked about, you know, some of the, you know, not as good implementations or some would say shitty implementations of, uh, you know, <laughs> chatbots. Right. Pardon my yeah. French. Uh, and but one of the reasons for that is, is that those uh, implementations did not leverage real data real live data, they were not connected to the booking system, to the e-commerce system. Once you do that, once you connect it, you know, you can actually start getting operational data and act on it. And once you can act on it, you can be more proactive around it. And we, when you are proactive, you know, this is where your customers are become much happier because they don't have to wait for something to break, right. For them to realize that something is broken. 
uh, you let them know that something is wrong and you give them the, you empower them to actually fix it on their own. That's right. Yeah. And just to give our audience an example here, let's say your flight is canceled and you get a text message from the airline that says, hey, your flight is canceled, but this flight is available at this time and that flight is available at that time. Would you like to book one of these flights? Click yes. Yes. Or you could just have them click the flight number, for example, and then say, yes, I want this flight. Another text comes back. Okay, we think you want this flight. Please click here to confirm because there are a lot of accidental touches on phones, especially like you didn't hit the right button. You don't want to automatically transact, but you give it a confirmation. And then guess what? You just saved yourself all sorts of time and effort. You saved your call center. You saved uh, any number of people who would have to have stepped in to, to resolve this problem. You just solved the problem in one or two clicks, right, Ito? Absolutely. And, you know, hearing you kind of describe that, even I feel, you know, alleviated and delighted, <laughs> right? It just feels easy. And when these type of things are easy, you know, you want to go back to, uh, you know, to, to getting more flights from that company and, you know, from that airline. And you want to keep on, you know, working with them. And that, that's, what, that's what we're aiming for, that type of, uh, that, that type of loyalty. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CX Experience. We hope you learned a thing or two. And check out varench.com for case studies, ebooks, and white papers about the ultimate customer experience. <laughs>